Okay, so once again, we are here with none other than Jason White to record the Herp Report for the Reptile Living Room. Me, myself, I'm your host, John F. Taylor, Reptile Apartment Group, which is currently consists of, oh boy, Herpeticulture House Magazine, HerpHouseMag.com, ReptileApartment.ca, ReptileApartment.com, and of course, the ReptileLivingRoom.com. Uh, Jason hosts the Daily Reptile News, which you can find at of course, the dailyreptilenews.com. Jason has his disguise on tonight. Looks like half of Cousin It. <laughs> I'll let you take it from there. You sure you don't want to give yourself another plug for it? <laughs> hey, you know, I produce a lot of content. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's been so long since we've done this, I don't know what to say. I know, I know, man. You know, it... <sighs> You know, I, I lost the job, I, you know, I lost a lot, so, you know. I, I, I'm sure that, okay, the, the introductions for the people that haven't listened, heard before are done, but the, the people that have heard before are probably kind of wondering what, what's been going on, what, how come it stopped and everything. Yeah, and, what happened to us? I'd like to give just a, a brief explanation of, Uh-oh. <laughs> of what's been going on and how come this uh, show has not been produced in so long. Um, okay, folks, you see, it all started six months, eight months, it doesn't really matter how long ago. John came down with a severe case of chlamydia and has been... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, you know, the hospital doesn't allow digital recorders or anything like that in there, especially with the sensitive medical equipment that John was hooked up to. So, um, John, however, is healthy now, I presume? Yeah, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I've gotten all that cleared up. <laughs> STDs or anything? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh boy. Supposed to show, ladies, gentlemen, children of all ages, use protection. Exactly. Because you know, meningitis—that's about a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will go with the chlamydia one because that sounds cooler <laughs> than what I got. <laughs> oh boy. So last time, you know, I can't even, honestly, I can't even remember the last time we talked uh, about the show, but there is a recollection of an 80-year-old, or, well, a senior citizen being eaten by an alligator in Florida somewhere, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, Georgia. Georgia, okay. Um, She was house-sitting, and yeah, she took a stroll too close to the water and was killed, uh, not consumed, but killed. Okay. Uh, by a large alligator. It happened uh, sometime after 6 p.m. October 5th, 2007. We spoke about this before, John. And uh, Yeah, yeah, I remember that. The family turned around trying to sue <laughs> a housing development or whatever, and, you know, the uh, the consensus back then is uh, she should have known. Right. And apparently, according to a 4 to 3 decision, uh, Georgia's Supreme Court said that she had equal knowledge of the development as well as the alligators and should have known better. Well, yeah, because that's what we had talked about originally was that, you know, when you're in such a housing development, you have knowledge that there's this river or whatever happens to be, you know, next to your home. And being that she lived in that same development, that she was had to be very much aware of you know 
Fifi, the next door neighbor's dog, being consumed by an alligator. So she knew there was gators in there. I'm going to take a short paragraph here, and this should be an eye-opener for anybody living in alligator country. I'm sure Chris can uh, agree with this. Uh, Justice Robert, I don't even want to pronounce his name, so his name's Robert. Robert, Mm -hmm. Robert, we'll call him. Acknowledged evidence that blank, I'm not going to mention the family's name either. Sure. Seen an alligator in the area before, but he said there was no competent evidence to determine if she had seen an alligator over seven feet in the area. Now, let me just get this out there on the table, people. An alligator under seven feet can still do a lot of damage. (laughs) Uh, You think? (laughs) A three-foot alligator can do a lot of damage. So I'm not sure what they're they're getting at here, that she hadn't seen one over seven feet in the area. Uh, You know, you're thinking about uh, an 83-year-old woman. Yeah. doesn't take a big alligator to do severe damage. No, because actually, uh, Chris wrote an article for us. You know, how much is that alligator in the window uh, for her pediculture house? And there was actually a, a wound photograph in there from a small alligator, and it was just, ugh. Yeah. They can do some serious damage. You, you know, the thing is, it, it, alligators, they're predators. Um, yeah, last time I checked. <laughs> from the day they hatch out of their eggs, they're designed to rip and tear flesh. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're, they're not... Oh, gosh, you know, they're, I, I know some people are going to argue, but they're not playful like a puppy. No. And it, it just... Oh. It's, it's the same thing we've always talked about, Jason. It's, you know, these are still wild animals. Absolutely. I don't care how many times you've handled the animal. Yeah. It's yeah. still a wild animal. <laughs> and it will eat you if given opportunity. I, I agree. Um, you know, I, I mean, if there is any silver lining to this entire story here, it's that this was uh, a very unfortunate circumstance involving uh, people coming too close to nature. And yeah. it probably, hopefully, has no effect on the uh, pet trade as we know it. Yeah, because, you know, we've all seen that before where, you know, one person makes a mistake in a, in a captive environment and the rest of us pay the price for it. If I get bitten on the finger by my king snake and put a picture on the internet for it, that yeah. can start a whole new ball game in legislation. Oh yeah. It, so it, 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 it's just thankfully this wasn't a pet alligator that killed somebody, or we'd be using a whole lot of other um, colorful language. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Speaking of that, I don't think alligators make good pets. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, end quote. I know people are going to argue, but I don't think they make good pets. You know, I don't either. I really don't. Anything that can get up to the side... I mean, I don't know. To me, keeping alligators as pets is kind of like keeping a Komodo dragon as a pet. It's just not something you're going to do. I I don't see the rationale behind it. Yeah, you you know, it's... It's a hard call, John, it really is, because I can almost understand an enthusiast or something with the proper knowledge of facilities 
having an alligator. It's true. Wagon. I wouldn't necessarily call it a pet, but if you wouldn't call it a pet, what would you call it? For people that are prepared and able to keep something like that, what, what would you call it? Right, right. And the same thing goes back to, you know, the large snake issue. You know, uh, people owning Burmese and African rock pythons and what have you. You know, if you have the knowledge and the capability of keeping it, I'm still a little bit leery of it. But I get it. You know, some people just and they are they are they are beautiful animals. I I don't disagree with that at all. See now, I almost had a slip of the tongue there, John. <laughs> I almost said I don't think anything that can remove your hand makes a good pet. <clears throat> Clearing my throat. <laughs> Uh, and then I realized I have a dog that can remove my hand. Yeah. So that, that, that's not a good, uh, example. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's where, that's where it's so hard for me to come, you know, to come to grips with things with, you know, the, what they call the quote unquote giant reptiles, you know, is some people are just, they're just into them. Yeah, Just like you and I are into king snakes and corn snakes and, you know, all the other smaller species. Before, it, you know, I, I really love that snake, but, it, you know, it, it's just, and, and I do have a red tail boa right now, but see, I shop smart, not not stupid. Yeah. Really? I, I, I purchased a, a male knowing that it wasn't going to get to the, uh, you know, that I'm looking at, what am I looking at, John, like? Six to nine feet. Yeah, on the outside, usually about seven to eight. But yeah, not the what are the, what are the females twelve. To 14. Twelve to fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So so I, I, I purchased a male that I knew wasn't going to get to the uh, large size, and, but but of course I do have the knowledge and the facilities and everything to to care for that thing. Right in the locking enclosures because you have children and you know. Exactly. The whole nine yards. It's not the guy that came into the pet superstore that I used to work at and told me that he wanted to purchase an anaconda. And once questioned, I quickly realized within three questions that this gentleman wanted to put it out in his backyard yeah. in a fenced pond. <laughs> you know, it was like, thing, seriously? <laughs> what the hell, dude? Let me make one thing perfectly clear. We have all, every single one of us, at one time or another, have done something stupid. Sure. Now, most of us did that in the our infancy days of keeping reptiles. Where, yeah. You know, we might have caught a lizard and kept it in a bucket out in the front porch or something. Sure. And, you know, the, what makes a difference, though, is we lived and learned. And, yeah. And we're not... Uh, we're not retarded, and... Well, that depends on who you ask, but yeah, I, I like to think so. <laughs> okay, I understand. But here's what bothers me. Not a day goes by that you don't see some of this stupid shit going on. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. what really bothers me about that is you know very well how much time it takes to do what you do. Yeah. And you have an idea of how much time it takes for me to do what I do. Yeah, yeah. They're not getting it. No. They're either not watching, not listening, or don't give a shit. And and, and that, it, it hurts my feelings. You yeah. Know, that that if, if the word were getting spread, I, I mean, think about it, John. If, if, if we could 
if we could turn one person a day to the smart side, would we be having these problems? No, not at all. You know, in a in a in you know a perfect example of that is that uh, the uh, king snake chasing down the rattlesnake for you know article that you had talked about earlier. Well, you know, you gotta watch out for those poisonous snakes. Yeah, that was it. The poisonous ones. Those are the ones that'll get you. Oh dear Christ. <laughs> okay, here we go. Once and for all, folks, poison and venom, there's a difference. Okay? Poison is something you eat, inhale, or get on your skin. Venom is something injected into you by another animal. End of story. John. Yes. Is arsenic and a hypodermic needle considered venom? No, that would be poison. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I, I'm not trying to discredit anything. No, I understand totally. No, that would, that would still be a poison because it's not injected by an animal. Now, now, something very important to note. A lot of people, more than we know, refer to uh, any venomous snake, a rattlesnake, cobra, whatever. They refer to them as poisonous snakes. It's not... My biggest beef with it isn't that. It's that I'm reading a supposed reputable news source that wanted to write something about king snakes and clearly didn't even bother to ask anybody that knew about them. Yeah. That's what, but you know, it's just some, some kid out in the mall calling a rattlesnake a poisonous snake. I don't even bother thinking about, but if, if you're talking about them and reporting about them, you should know about them. This is true. Otherwise, you have no business, which is our number one problem with mass media. They don't know about them. Yeah. So, yeah. Snakes are venomous. Animals are venomous. Yes. Um, and what else? What else was there in that story? Oh, it is my belief that king snakes do not actively hunt track and kill rattlesnakes as part of their food source. No. Uh, to all... One, go ahead. If they happen upon one, and they might be a little hungry, they have the ability to kill and eat it. Sure. But as this article said, they do not follow the scent trail of the rattlesnake. Not to my knowledge. To my understanding, rattlesnakes don't leave scent trails. I could be wrong. I'm not a, a pit viper expert, but... <sighs> yeah, I mean, they probably do during mating season, but I'm not 100% positive of that. But regardless, a king snake, to my, to my knowledge anyway, will not follow a scent trail. And it's simply due to the cost... Um, Due to the cost-effectiveness of battling a king snake versus eating a lizard, you know, it's basically a you know, okay, how much do I have to fight this animal to eat it? I know, yeah. Is the way I've had it explained to me anyway. You know, is regardless of what people think, reptiles are very cognizant of their environment, and they are very aware of themselves and what it takes to consume a prey item for lack of a better term. 
So for a king snake to hunt down, spend the time anyway hunting down and eating a rattlesnake at the risk of exposure, you know, possibly being eaten itself during the hunt. You know, it's, there's too many factors going on that would allow the king snake to be killed in the process to actually go out and hunt down a rattlesnake and eat it. The dumbness just numbs me. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it definitely does. It's just, yeah, it's, it's definitely mind-numbing. And uh, what was the other topic we had talked about uh, after the uh, rattlesnake and minimation thing? Okay, you want to go on to another story? Well, you know. Um, why don't we go to Panama Beach, Florida? Oh, dear. I hear it's nice this time of year. Yeah... I, you know what? Before before we get started on this story, I I, I really like Florida events. It doesn't matter if you're from Panama Beach or the surrounding area. Anybody in Florida that's uh, savvy of the uh, local laws, mm. be really neat if they chime in on this and, and let us know. Apparently, in, uh, authorities are looking for somebody who killed Stumpy, the three-legged alligator. They uh, Hooked, lured him in, and shot him in the head in Andrews State Park. State Park? Yes, Andrews State Park. Okay. And actually, John, I just looked it up, so Florida residents can chime in if they want, but they don't have to now because I just looked it up, and it is illegal to kill or remove any wildlife from a state park in Florida. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty much a uh, given because as far as I know, any state park is protected. Well, Stumpy was not simply happened upon on a fishing trip and shot to protect a family. They say that he was hooked, brought to land, and shot. And then shot. Wow. And then shot. Yeah, he was hooked, pulled into land, and then shot in the head sometime in the past few days. Oh, and uh, his tail was also cut off in the process. Okay. Yeah, so that... I'm supposing that really wasn't on purpose? I mean, what the hell? I try to be very unbiased with... Ignorance causing uh, death of, you know, and again, Stumpy, you know, he's a three-legged alligator. We just got done talking about alligators. They're dangerous animals. And, you know, I, I, I believe that with my own struggles up here trying to convert people from rattlesnake haters to at least people that will put up with them, that, you know, you kill them with kindness. And I found it to work numerous times in the past. But what bothers me is the name Stumpy. That bothers me because clearly this uh, this animal was an icon in this state park. Yeah, that's kind of what pisses me off. Is it, it, was, it was named for crying out loud. So. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I mean, you guys took the time to name this thing, you know? And now you're just going to off him like a piece of junk? I mean, what the hell? It, it's, yeah... I, I don't understand, and, 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 you know, I don't know about, you know, I know people eat alligator. I don't know if it's the tail they eat. Maybe that's why the thing Stumpy his tail removed. I don't know. I've never eaten alligator, so I, I've never even researched what they do when they eat them. I just know they do. Does anybody else know? Do you know, John? Is it the tail they eat? I have no clue, man. No clue at all. I've I, never I, eaten alligator. I've never eaten a reptile. My, no, I've never eaten a reptile. I had to think about it. I've never eaten a reptile in my life. I love how you had to stop. 
probably a lot of muscle there you know well, given how big they are but the, I mean the rest of the alligator isn't doesn't seem like it'd be really a good source for protein I wouldn't think so you know that, that would be actually you know not to disparage Chris like he's ever eaten an alligator before but you know he's handled them before so he could tell you you know how much muscle yeah. material is there you know but due to the overacting on television you'd think they were like you know trying to wrestle Andre the freaking giant yeah yeah you know but of course you know it's television so they all you know it's all overacting okay anyway they're asking anybody who might have any information to contact park officials at area code 850-223-5140 5140 got it all right Two two three five one four zero for Andrew State Park. I, I, and you know now that I think about it, I think I've actually heard of Stumpy before. I, you know, it, it sounds for some reason it just sounds familiar for some reason. It does, but you know, John, it might just be uh it might just be a mental thing because the guy had a name. Yeah, it could be. A three-legged alligator named Stumpy. Now he's a three-legged tailless dead alligator named Stubby. <laughs> okay, that, that was... Wow, really that was harsh. <laughs> Why would you insult the alligator, man? Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you know a guy that lost three fingers in a freak accident with an airlock. And um, everybody calls him Stubbs now. Really? Yeah, they... Uh, he writes on his gloves. He write used to write L and R for left and right. <laughs> so, wow. But uh, now he writes L and Stubbs. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> you know, John, if he didn't laugh at himself... <clears throat> you know, we had a guy in class uh, at Metal Shop that lost a couple of fingers. We always called him Claw. <laughs> That was back in high school. He started that, by the way, not us. You know how many fingers I have, John? I thought you had ten. Well, depending on the mood I'm in, I could only have one. Oh, nice. But generally, I do have ten, yes. And I've got ten toes, too. All right, that's sweet. Yeah, never lost anything. Yeah, me neither. Not yet, anyway. Never even lost my hair. This is very true, which is obvious by your photograph that you uh, posted tonight. Yeah, I wonder if people are still picking on that. <laughs> I don't know. Let me scroll through and look. <laughs> I really wasn't going for the Cousin It look either. No? I think you should. I think you could really pull it off quite I well. That, I did that before on an episode of DRN. I wish I could find that picture. I don't know what the hell I did with it. Oh, that's awesome. Says the person that's not getting made fun of because of their picture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, you know. Hey, you, you posted it. I just commented. I know, I know. But if you wouldn't have kept me waiting so long. This is true, you know, because, you know, I, I had a smoke to have and I had to make a drink and, you know. Okay, John, since you mentioned it. Yes. What's up with that? What's up with what? I didn't know you were a smoker. <laughs> you never asked. Well, I mean, 
mean, is this something you, you, you like a twenty-year-long smoker? Did you recently start, or? Oh no, dude! I've, you kidding me? I've been smoking for years. Really? Yeah, nicotine and alcohol, baby. It's the only way to fly. I just can't smoke them. Well, I just choose not to smoke in my office. Uh, it's the only place I smoke. Ah, well, see, there you go. I can't smoke outside because of this hair shit. It, it blows my hair right into my <laughs> and, and, you know, I... John, I'm sorry. I just had the mental image of you trying to light a cigarette. The whole fucking... The whole hair thing goes up and fucking smoke. Put yourself in my shoes, shit, <laughs> attention to him I just saw the cross traffic I was like wow seriously you renamed a whole genre after your dog what the hell I heard about it through Mark O'Shea yeah, yeah 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 and then I really started looking into it and reading some of it and I you know it, it, it's, it's a good thing nobody takes him seriously that's all I could say oh my god he could do some damage if people took him seriously dude Oh boy. You know, I just can't believe that he actually thinks this is truthful. That's what floors me. You know, John, you, you open this can. <laughs> so now I'm going to uh, scroll down here and we're going to go through a few names. Oh, Jesus. Raymond Hosers. <laughs> Oh, gosh, it's terrible. New taxonomy. Yeah, it's good times. Dude, he just... It, I mean, it's not even in... I don't remember the name of the facility or the people that do it, but it's not even in their realm of possibility that he's been taking seriously. I mean, he just randomly publishes shit. Uh, yeah, he's also his own editor. How about that? Oh, no kidding. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. Wow. Any other editor would have lapped his ass off at him by now. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, man. So give us a couple names. I'm looking for him, John. I can't find him anywhere. Oh, okay. I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay. There's one of the pictures of him performing one of his Venomoid operations. Asshole. Oh, it's awesome. Because Venomoids are so appropriate these days. Yeah. Well, like they ever have been appropriate. Okay, it's here. I promise it's here. 
I know it's here because I went the rounds with him on my Facebook page. Awesome. Yeah, that'd pretty much be the it. Raymond Hoser. There he is. Yeah, buddy. Oh, crap. Were you blocked? No, but he removed me as a friend. Oh, the bastard. Dude, I got deleted tonight. From him? No, I, I don't know. Um, Shit, I don't remember his name. Basically, I told him that, you know, the reason that Jackass was still around and Steve Irwin wasn't was because of TV ratings and got pissed off and deleted me. The reason that Jackass, the TV show, is still around uh-huh. and Steve Irwin wasn't was because Jackass got better ratings on the television. Oh, okay, okay. And whoever the dude was deleted me, which, like I said, no big loss. I can't remember his name, but I found it highly amusing. Because he actually believed that Steve Irwin was real television. Australian Journal of Herpetology. There we go. Now we're talking. Definitive papers, articles about reptiles by Raymond Hoser. Reclassification of true cobra species formerly referred to as generic. Blah, 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 blah. Reclassification of. Okay, here's a good one. Reclassification of rattlesnake species. Alright. Reclassification of rattlesnake species. Formerly, exclusively referred to in the Jared Crossless, blah, 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 where's it at, where's it at, where's the names? I need new names so I can show how retarded this guy is. Okay, there's his former names, where's his new names? Well, suffice to say, Raymond Hoser renamed a bunch of shit and he's full of it. That's all there is to it, really. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and he named it after people and his dog and his family and... Yeah. Yeah, that's... God, this makes me want to find it now. Well, you know... I must find it, and we must talk about it. Now I'm searching Marco Shea's profile to see if I can find where he posted it. Oh, by the way, nobody tagged Mark in uh, profile pictures. Yeah, that's really not a good idea. It does not amuse him. No, not at all. Almost there, almost there. I'm starting to recognize these pictures, John. Yeah, uh uh-huh. This is right about the time he posted it. Aha! You got it? Ah, uh, uh, damn it. Lies. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, John. Mark Rocher posted a picture saying, The poor deluded Australia's greatest living herpetologist, Raymond Hoser, has spent a month since he last banned me for... Or since he was banned from doing education, cough, snake buster, reptile shows with his butchered venomoid snakes. And he's got a picture there of three pieces of toilet paper. One of them says Australian Journal of Herpetology, issue 9. Nice. Journal of Herpetology, issue 10 and issue 11. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that right now. Rolls of toilet paper. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, so there we go. Shit, I really wanted to find these names. I don't think they're... Well, even right here, it just says most, no- most profitably by writing not one but three... New 64 page taxonomic revisions issues 9, 10, 11 of the so called Australasian Journal of Herpetology, a journal in which he is not only the author but also the editor, reviewer, and publisher, too. He is living proof of the old adage the devil makes work for idle hands. Right there on Marco Shea's page. You know, the, the problem that I see with all of this, John, is that. What Raymond Hoser does takes uh, real herpetologists such as Mark and yeah. 
it, it's it's a disgrace to the, the hard work that they've done their whole lives for little to sometimes no money in return. You know, it, and it, it just oh, just makes me sick. Yeah, unbelievable. He won't be around for a while. People, people will see the light. I, you know, I hope so. And it seems they are, but, you know, who knows these days. It's pretty amazing. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. It's terrible, but, but no, I'm a troll, and, but, I'm a little less of a troll since I last talked about him on Daily Reptile News when he let the snakes bite his daughter. Oh, nice. Okay, that's good. He must be warming up to me a little bit. That's very good. That's very good. Wow. <clears throat> so, we're going to start doing this on a, uh, on a weekly basis again? If we must. I think we should. You know, the audience wants it. We're okay with it. We want to provide what the audience wants, so I think we should. I'm just looking for Raymond Ozer crap. <laughs> All right. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Hold on. Okay. Formerly. 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 Crotulous. Crotulous. What, how do you pronounce that properly? <laughs> Crotulous. Okay. Or Crotulous. The new name, and everybody's going to recognize this new name, Crutchfieldus. Nice. That is uh, awesome. How about... What the hell is that? Formerly, I don't even know what the hell that. I don't even want to try to say that because I'm gonna sound stupid. But the new name, Funk the Lapidus. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Big Puddleus fan. New name, Hoseria. Wait, 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 what was that one? New name, Hoseria. <laughs> what was the original name? Proudless again. Proudless, nice. <laughs> oh, here you go. Here you go. Here's a good one for you. You'll recognize this one. Formerly Naja. Is that the proper pronunciation? Yeah, Naja. It's Cobra. Okay. New name? Spracklandus. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole genus. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, and and that, that's when I posted that thing from Mark I said in my opinion this new list makes a mockery of people who spent their lives working with these animals it's been done for recognition only and in no way benefit the hobby community or herpetology as a science and I hope no one looks at it with any seriousness oh dear lord I hope not wow Naja oh Cobra is named after Robert Sparklin, that's awesome. And, and, you know, John, I get a, a little birdie told me back when this was all going on that a lot of these people that had these animals named after them were not amused at all. No, no, they weren't. And that's that same little birdie, I think, told me that they were not amused. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know there were some that chose to stay silent. That's probably because they were amused and... Uh, right. I don't know. They were too busy giving Hoser a hand job or something to... to sure, sure. But the majority of the ones that I knew of weren't too happy about it. Yeah, Sprackland, O'Shea, you know, they're... Yeah. 
I would say about 99% of them weren't too happy about that. I wonder if Mark got anything named after him. Maybe that's why he's all sore about it. I thought he did. I don't know. I don't know. I lost the list again. That's all right. So, yeah, we'll be uh, back next week with another uh, edition of the Herb Report with Jason White. I've got schedule in my life again. From the Daily Reptile News. From myself, of course, John Taylor, Reptile Apartment Group. And so there you have it, folks. That's your once-a-week irreverent look at the Reptile News uh, with Jason White. Of course, the Herp Report, you can catch him over at the Daily Reptile News, uh, dailyreptilenews.com. You can also check us out uh, here at the Reptile Living Room, Herpeticulture House Magazine, as well as reptileapartment.ca uh, and reptileapartment.com. So, uh, looking forward to talking to you guys next week and in the weeks coming about the irreverence of the Reptile News. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.